it's very brave of you to do the rainbow because you kind of you did a lot of the picture first didn't I just? So what if that went? I mean, I know you've got a double-ended eraser, but still, it's pretty brave. Well, there's two, two things, good things about that, Steve. Um... You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. How is your week going? Uh, it's okay. Um, not not a bad week. I've finished another project, which um, I was really pleased with, mm. and uh, getting another one on the chocks. I get withdrawal symptoms if I leave it too long. You know, isn't it strange? After all these years, you think after you know thirty years of doing it, you think you might need a break. But I still have that urge. You know, if I've got nothing on the chocks, I feel a little bit odd. Do you have multiple things on the chocks, or do you usually like to just have one thing ready? I, I only I only do one thing at a time. I know other people don't. Um, years ago, when I first started out, I used to have several projects going, and I found that I didn't like that in the end. I like to have just one, so I can focus all my attention on it, and that's how I work at the moment. The only thing I do uh, occasionally, if I'm... If I've done some work and I feel I've done enough, but I still feel uh, the need to um, have a search through my files, I do that and you know, very often go on the internet and see what I can find. But it's all related to the perhaps new projects or things that I'd like to do. But they're not, I won't put a concentration on uh, two projects at the same time. Right. So it's only ever one thing. I only ever have one thing going at the time, yeah. yeah. I've I've been like that for a long, long time. Mm. Mm. I I find, because I'm very interested in what I'm doing, if I've got a a picture that I'm doing, and uh, very often, uh, certainly um, recently, I've had a a picture which I've never done before. It was a new new, um, concept. And I thought, uh, now I've got to focus on this. And I found, if if I was doing, you know, dogs four or five dogs i could probably cope with that but i find it easier if i've got one project that i'm working on i can put my full attention to it because i like to find even after all this time i like to find something in that picture that i can that challenges me you know uh, i think it's something that uh, it's a bit mm. like you're acting you know when you do a when you have a part it may be a part that, or similar parts you, you've played before but you want to find something different in that part you want to find something there that you can get your teeth into. Mm. It's the same with art. Mm. Probably the same with everything, really. Uh, any creative pursuit. Just find something different. And uh, I've, I've always been able to find it. I do worry a little bit, I've got to say, that one day I'm going to pick up pen or pick up pencil and paper, start a picture and think, same old, same old, Colin. You know how to do it. You can do it stand on your head. Okay, better get it done. I, I really don't want that to ever happen. I want to look at every picture and think, now, what can I find here that I haven't done before? What new technique can I uh, bring into play? As I say, I hope that never stops. Mm. What's the most challenging picture you've done? Uh, ever. Ever. Gosh. 
You know, I, I, I don't think I can single one out. The, the biggest one was the Polpero picture that you, you, we've got on in our lounge, which was big. And that was big. That was the most challenging one because it was big. You know, when, when you put the little pencil against the size that it was, and I, I can't express to anybody out there how big it was. It was big. Um, that, was, that was the most challenging in terms of uh, uh, scale. It, last, it lasted forever. <laughs> so that was you the know. biggest in terms of scale. What's the most difficult picture you've done in terms of technique? Do you know? I don't know. I, I can't pick one out. Isn't that queer? Um, if I ever do come to uh, an answer there, I'll let you know. I'll leave but, you to ponder that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll ponder it. I can't think. I'll tell you why that is, Steve. When I look, I mean, I get that there are degrees of difficulty with a lot of the, the recent pictures that I've done. And I, in fact, the last one I did, um, I won't go into it too deeply, but I wanted a background on this one. Now, you know my usual backgrounds, my usual kind of backgrounds that I do, the foggy type backgrounds. And well, I, when I'd finished this picture, I thought, now, what am I going to do with the background? And all this is on video because I always, uh, when you see the video, eventually see the video, you'll see me say now, what am I going to do now, folks? I've got to do a background. Um, well, I broke off and I thought, no, I want to challenge. This is where this challenge idea came in. I, no, I want to challenge this. I want this something different. So I searched it must have been two or three hundred images of this particular animal on the internet. And I went through, it took me oh, half an hour, I should think, going through all these images. What I was trying to find is a background that I could use or adapt that would fit the picture. Now, imagine the picture's done uh, and I'm looking at images of other uh, similar animals. Anyway, eventually I came... Th- across three, which I thought were potentially uh, okay. So I, I printed them off and studied them for a while and found one. I thought, now that, now that is good. But it was very different. And people wouldn't have seen me do anything quite like it before. I, you know, when you've got an out-of-focus background, which I had to have with this particular one, um, I, I couldn't put detail in. Anyway, the outcome of it was I was thrilled with it at the, in the end. So here was a challenge that, that I'd, I'd thrown to myself on video, and I loved every minute of doing it. But I had to put halfway through it, I had to change tact a bit, because although it was good, it wasn't great, and I had to turn it into great. And in the end, you saw it, I sent it to you the other day. Mm. It was really different, but it absolutely suited the picture down to the ground. So... That's the kind of thing, I hope this helps to people to see just what goes on in the Bradley world, um, that's the kind of thing that I really, really get a great kick out of. Yeah. And I, and I know the next picture that I'm going to do will be the same, I'll find something in that, that uh, I really, really enjoy. It's part of doing it all, it's why I get up in the morning. Hmm. How many, um, I saw a picture the other day, uh, on a wall with I think four it was quite a wide picture it was I think it was a David Shepherd mm-hmm. picture and it was four there was four lions All in right. the picture and right. it got me thinking I mean it looked stunning um, and it was uh, it was really really great picture but I thought how many subjects 
is too many in a picture, you know. Um, and and I, I thought of the question to ask you because you've done, I think, two subjects. I can't remember if you've done three in one picture, but how many do you think is too many? Um, well, things, things like elephants, for instance, um, I, I think you can do half a dozen elephants in a picture mm. and you can do several lions in a picture. When you have pack animals like that, I think it works quite well. The only problem that you would face when you've got a picture like that is you turn the picture from just being an animal picture into a landscape picture. I've done one recently, which is similar. I, I had two, two uh, animals I was doing. And it was I, I had to make my mind up. What, what was I doing? Was I doing the animal study, or was I doing a landscape? And in the end, it was kind of a mixture of the two. I think I got away with it. You is know it, what I mean? Because it, once you, if you do one animal, the rhino was typical of this. The rhino was the most important thing of that picture. That was the, the picture was the rhino, and everything else that went round it was embellishment for that. So, but basically, it was a rhino picture. But when you've got a picture like you're talking about with lions in it, that becomes a kind of a setting, really, a landscape setting with animals in it rather than animals with a landscape background. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's where you place the emphasis. But David Shepherds is a master of this and uh, he's a wonderful artist. So I, I can see how he would actually produce uh, a, a wonderful painting. Does it depend on the view of the animal that you're looking at? For example, if you're looking at uh, the whole animal, then it's going to likely turn into a landscape. But if you're looking at mm. certain sort of part of the animal, it's more focused on the animal itself. Mm. Um, well, the, the things like the, another one comes to mind is a fox. I, I did that with the same idea that I did with the rhino. I, I did the fox. Then I put the background round it. It fitted, fitted it. Mm. But with these other two animals in the landscape I was talking about, I couldn't do it with that. I couldn't do the same thing. I had to put a because there was so much background there, and I decided to do it in a slightly different way. It is animals in a landscape rather than animals with a um, you know a, a landscape backing sort of thing. It, mm. it, it, uh, it's bridging the it's bridging it, it from animal portrait mm. to animal landscape, isn't yes. it? It's like a bridge. Uh, that's right. Between. And the other thing about it is, Steve, when I'm doing it, I'm doing it for our members. And what they want to do is they want to do the animals, really. That's the most important thing. They want to, you know, they want to copy the animals. Um, they may not want to do a whole load of them. You know, if I did a, um, a herd of elephants or a pack of lions or a group of uh, chimpanzee or whatever, you know, and gorillas. Um, we wouldn't want to do more than one of them because it might be boring. You see what I mean? Once you've done one, all the rest of them are the same. Mm. So the techniques would be just repeatable. So okay. there's always that. So I'm looking at it from another point of view, really, as well. And to do a picture like David Shepard's done with all of those lions, it would be lovely to do for an exhibition piece and a piece that you want to sell or make prints of. But whether that would work very well as a member's picture, I don't think it would, because it would just be a boring picture to constantly, oh, I've done that line now, I don't really want to do another one. Mm. Or I do two, or oh, do I want to do four, do I want to do five? <laughs> one of the other pictures I did 
and I've never repeated it, although it was quite successful, was a mother and two baby cheetahs. I did a, a set of three. Now, that bordered on the boring, I'll be honest, because it, once you've done the mum and you did a baby, you didn't really want to do the other one. I, I know I didn't. I did do it, but it got a bit, a bit repetitious. You know what I mean? So I found that that was, that was convinced me that maybe uh, two's fine, three is too many. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't yeah. it? Everybody would have different views about that, though, I'm sure. I'm sure members are going up and down the, uh, the world, all over the world saying, no, 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 I'll, I'll do that. I'll, no, 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 he's got it wrong. I'll do that. Yeah. Well, that's fine. But my job really is to bring techniques to the table and uh, it's up to then the individual artists to then adapt those techniques for their own work. Oh, talking of which, Steve, um, I, had, I did notice on our Facebook page that Janet had uh, put a picture of a, a frame picture of a dog that she'd done and she'd entered this in a local fair and won first prize. Oh. So anybody in a, on the Facebook can have a look at that. Uh, and she, I think she's done it really, it looked very nice. It wasn't very good picture by her own admission. But nonetheless, when I'm saying photograph, the picture was good. The photograph was perhaps a little, uh, it could have been better. But she did apologize for that. But what was important was that the first prize ticket stuck on the bottom of it. Mm. So really well done, Janet. I mean, this is wonderful news. We've talked about this before, how our members are going out there into the big wide world and, and showing people what they can do. Well, that's a very good example of um, it paying off. Mm. That's a great testimonial for uh, for what the membership site can offer, you know, and uh, mm. the kind of accolades that members are getting. But you see, Janet, in a way, that, that's what Janet's doing. She, she's taken all my techniques. It wasn't one of my pictures. It was one that she'd done herself. Mm. But she'd used the techniques, our techniques, from, from the member site. And she'd put together a picture of her own and won first prize. That's what I want people to do. That's mm. the idea of the member site. Not to just copy my pictures all the time, but to get the idea, get the techniques, being able to then adapt them and produce these wonderful pictures that are being produced and will continue to be produced. Mm. Excellent. Oh, well done, Janet. That's brilliant. Um, we had uh, an email from Gabrielle um, of a sort of seascape. Uh, well, it was a it was an animal, wasn't it? It was, um, it was a whale. A whale. Whale, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. In the water. And it got us talking about um, sort of animals or, or you know, um, wildlife in the ocean and uh why you hadn't sort of tackled because mm. gabrielle asked if you'd ever do a, a mm. kind of that kind mm. of picture um yeah. and it got us talking about it and thought we'd we'd save it for the show so what what yes. are your opinions on doing sort of ocean scenes with uh right. fish and uh turtles and whales and stuff like that well uh, this brings back the old problem of who would want to do it now gabrielle would and there's quite a few others probably that would like to do it too. I go back a little way now. When I first um, started out in my adventure here in Broadstairs, I used to put other people's work on the wall. And one of the um, chaps um, that came along brought along some 
whale pictures and dolphin pictures that he'd done. Brilliant. They were done in acrylic, not pastel. And they were brilliant, really good. But he did admit to me that it was very difficult to sell them because people don't particularly want them on their wall. They right. want their lovely uh, fluffy animals and their lovely elephants and so on. But when it comes to fish, they're not really very keen on buying them. So he, he did have a, a problem, a bit of a problem selling the work. And I thought, well, I, it's a shame because they were so good, really good. Now, I've never done them for that reason because I used to want to sell my work naturally. And when I was doing, in fact, I think the whole time that I was doing lessons, uh, and as you know, I had hundreds and hundreds of people through in the 18 years I was doing it, I didn't have one fish. Really? Not, not one not person? Not one fish of any description did they do. So what does that tell you? It, it tells you that people are not really that interested in it. And it is a shame in a way because they are, would be a great uh, subject and a great set of techniques. But the problem I have, until I'm convinced otherwise, I don't think I should be doing fish underwater. Now, the only exception to this rule, and if I can find a picture, a good picture. A fish I out of water. Find, that's right. <laughs> well, a fish, you know, a dolphin. I, I love dolphins. I always have done. And I wouldn't mind doing a dolphin out of water. I've seen some photographs, not photographs, some paintings of these, um, and they're quite good because that will give me an opportunity of producing some landscape in it or seascape in it as well, mm. do you know? Mm. Uh, and maybe a boat or something. It's anything to add to the rather boring nature of a fish, in my opinion. Got yeah. But it's, it's, this again, Steve, is my opinion, isn't it? It's my opinion. Gabriel made a, a good job of this. I did feel, and we, I did tell her, that um, I felt that, that the water is a very difficult thing to do. Underwater is a very difficult thing to do. You can't have the appearance of texture anywhere underwater. It's got to be very smooth. And some of the texture was there. Uh, it almost looks as though it was in the sky, you know, the, the, the actual texture. So that's really difficult to do, very hard to do, because mm. you have to work on the idea of, of blending it, uh, probably with your finger, probably with uh, um, a large uh, color shaper, because a small color shaper would probably not give you that smoothness that you need. So there are problems, Steve. There's problems in it. Yeah. And... Um, the nearest I've got to that is a penguin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that true, was yeah. near, near it. <laughs> getting there, getting close. If it had been underwater, that would have really pleased everybody. But yeah, <laughs> no. So that's that's my view. But um, I, I'm never going to say that I would never do one. But it would be very unlikely that I'll do one underwater. Mm. Okay. Moving on to uh, a new picture that we've just added this week, which is the, the rainbow over the castle. Now, someone recognised this castle on the Facebook page, I saw. That's right, uh, that's right, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. It was Eileen something, wasn't it? 
Uh, Ellen, Ellen something. Ellen. It's, it, it's like Eileen, but it's not Eileen. It's Ellen, I think. Oh, is it? It's, it's L, pronounced yeah. something else. Yeah, pronounced something, something like that, yeah. Um, uh, Doonan. Ellen Doonan Castle or something. That's it, yeah. Donnan. Ellen Donnan Castle, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. And it was one that you did a while ago, and you wanted to show how to do a rainbow. And, yes. And this is a, a great picture to demonstrate those techniques. Explain a little bit why you chose to do this picture. Yes. Well, first of all, it started off with a rainbow, didn't it? Do you remember it, a while back now? It must be nearly a year ago, I think, or maybe. Mm, someone asked uh, if you could do a rainbow. That's right. A couple, two or three people, didn't they? I'd been asked if I could do a rainbow. And I said, well, I'll, I'll give, it a, give it a thought and then um, maybe I'll produce one. Anyway, I did. I kept this in my mind. And I thought, yes, I'm going to do this rainbow. And then I thought, well, OK, we start with the rainbow. Now I've got to find a suitable picture and it's a little bit like the, the, the fish in a way you know what do you do you can't just do a rainbow it's got to be something that would be in addition to a rainbow something that would be um attractive enough and i came across this particular picture of uh, ellen Donnan castle and it did have a kind of rainbow in it. it wasn't the one that uh, I'd put in, but it had a little bit of a, uh, a rainbow effect to it, obviously, but it was very poor. I could never have used it. But then I thought, well, hang on, now there's, there's a picture that has got all the um, ingredients, the sky, the color of the castle, which is great. It was lovely. And so that's how it, I put the two together. Right. I, I started with the rainbow idea and then i thought you've got to have a dark sky you couldn't have a light sky with a rainbow could you and so i developed the picture like and i was really pleased with it in the end it came up really well it's very brave of you to do the rainbow because you kind of you did a lot of the picture first didn't i just so what if that went i mean i know you've got a double-ended razor but still it's pretty brave well there's two two things good things about that steve um if it hadn't come off no one had ever seen it it wouldn't be on the member site if I hadn't pulled it off. Yeah. So I kind of like, although I would have spent some time on it, spent some work on it, and done all the sky and all the, and all the hills, which were lengthy, and then I put the rainbow on. Uh, well, if it's not going to work, then that's it. You know, it'll be binned. But it did work. Uh, mind you, once again, it's coming back to these challenges, isn't it? I was challenged with that, and I felt that, it could work. I know the pastel pencils is capable of doing something like that, so I just put my trust in them. It's very hard, though. If you think of another medium you could use, you couldn't do it in watercolour. Well, you couldn't do it in the same way. It wouldn't get the same effect. You yeah. could probably do it in acrylic because what would have happened, the sky and all the back hills would have dried out completely. Uh, then you could have washed a very light uh, acrylic colour on top. I don't think it would have looked quite so nice as that pastel pencil would have done. Mm. Oil, possibly. But how many rainbow paintings do you see? Not many. No, that's true. So this is the reason I did it. But I, I love the lighting of that particular picture. It was great. Mm. And it was very pleasant to do. It's quite, a, doing it. quite a small picture as well. It was about A5 size, wasn't it, that one? I think it was a bit smaller than that. Probably A5 size on, on, on the, uh, the image that I've given you. But I did it slightly smaller than that. It was a smaller than A5. Close to a miniature style. 
yes, it was. And I do mention that on the video. If When people get to the end of the video, uh, I, I do mention that it's, it is quite a small picture and uh, could, or it's not a miniature, it's a bit bigger than the miniature would have been, but you could almost get away with that as being a miniature picture. Mm. But I, it's nice to do something smallish like that. To to um, it fits everywhere. You know, if a picture, I think the castle was good anyway, and people would probably buy a picture like that just to get the castle and the, the water and the relationship between the hills and the sky and so on. Um, but I'm not sure whether a, a rainbow would actually put people off. Don't know. I mean, it's probably going to be done a few because I think people are going to do it. It's, it's got a good reception in on Facebook, so I think people will do the picture. So it'll be interesting to see those that do it and are prepared to sell it. Find out where the sales are. Whether you know they do get sales mm. because there's not many rainbow pictures about, and people do like rainbows. I must admit, they, you know, it's something. One of the, it's a passion of some people. Mm. I know when I see one, I always. I used to stop the car when I used to do my travels around the place, and I used to stop the car to look at it because it was, it was so attractive. Mm. But inter- yeah. interesting, and, though, isn't it? Yeah, a nice addition to our membership site. Indeed. Well, this is what I liked. This is, once again, we've always got members in mind, as you know, Steve, and we've got some other cracking pictures coming out soon that are uh, all, all different. A little bit of a... Apart from the challenge to me, it's also really... I'm very mindful of the fact that people want something different and they want to test themselves mm. and then that will be a bit of a test for them mm. well um the next week so a week from now we'll have the next project up which will be the project that you intended this year as to be a christmas card for everyone oh. so that's uh, something for everyone to look forward to um i will, can tell you that it's an animal um but i can't tell you what until you see it so um, tune in next week for when we talk about that uh, project, which doesn't have to be a Christmas card, but it's certainly the one that you intended. No, I, that's right. Well, to be a project. This year, that's right. Well, normally I do like last year was a squirrel, wasn't it? Last year, um, it, it's kind of very Christmassy. Well, this one, this time, I wanted to do a picture um, slightly different. It's a bit more so grand. I, yeah, it, it was kind of. Well, when people see it, they'll probably understand what I'm saying. It was different, very different again. Yeah, so that one will be uh, out by this, the next time we talk. That will be out, so we, we can perhaps talk a little bit about that one on the next podcast. Yes, yes, that, yes I've, got, I've got a few things to say about that too. Mm. So, yes, good, good, good. one. Okay, so um, we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, if you've got a moment, it'd be great if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes. Hit up our website, colinbradleyart.co.uk, to see the links for iTunes, and you can subscribe and get all the new episodes sent straight to your Apple device or computer if you're using iTunes. Um, so that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy your week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk.